Hi everyone, welcome back to Mini Econ Talk. I'm Angela and this is... This is Mini Econ Talk. <laughs> My name is Rodrigo and welcome back to another episode. And today we'll be speaking about taxes. So, well, um, first of all, I think the most important thing is to introduce yourselves to what um, type of taxes exist. So, Angela, what about, what, what do you think about this? Yeah, it's definitely important to talk about the different type of taxes. But first, let's address um, the importance of tax. Because as we all know, tax is a type of government measure to correct market failure. For example, when there's excess use of carbon or excess use of products that cause pollution, government might impose tax to to stop negative externalities and it is a source of government revenue in which um, it also helps to redistribute income because it is often used as government subsidies as well. So let's jump into the type of taxes. So firstly we will talk about indirect taxes. Within indirect taxes, um, there are a few different type of taxes. So, Rodrigo, do you want to talk a little bit about ad valorem? Right. So, we have a few types of taxes. The first one we have is ad valorem tax, which is a type of tax based on a fixed percentage. Right. So. Angela, what was the next one? So the next one is flat tax, which is based on a fixed amount of dollars. So there's some implications of the two taxes. So firstly, both taxes generate a deadweight loss for society, which means that overall there's social cost to the entire society. However, taxes on demerit goods, as we've said before, like goods that cause pollution, goods that's not beneficial for a society, um, imposing tax on these are beneficial in correcting the market, for example, reducing pollution. Um, another key point with indirect tax is that the tax burden is shared among both producers and consumers therefore it affects both stakeholders. So within economics, we've, we constantly talk about different stakeholders, which include producers, consumers, government, and society. So with indirect tax, when you draw out the diagram for a tax, the tax burden is shared upon both producers and consumers. Even though it seems that sometimes the tax is only imposed on one stakeholder. That said, there are some benefits to tax, which is government revenue. This benefit is only from the government as it's called government revenue. And this means that this revenue can be distributed to other areas that needs money, for example, infrastructure and reducing poverty. And um, government revenue is definitely one of the most important revenues. <laughs> and it is, it is a source of income for the government and in order for the government to 
supply subsidies. So, Rodrigo, do you want to talk about your opinions and expand on that? Yeah, that's that's really interesting, right? Because、um, when we speak about these taxes, we're trying to look at both sides of the coin. We're saying that there are some few negatives. For instance, when you are mentioning that it generates a dead weight loss for society, however, there are also、um, quite good benefits, such as redistributing the wealth into you know poorer areas of your country, in order you can actually try to、um, make better how the system works. So that is, I think, real interesting. However. We also need to, and well, in this case, the government needs to also filter the amount of taxes they impose, because there is a moment in, wo- in which you know th- the revenue it's so high that maybe you can't really, when you try to redistribute it,、um, you can't really do it with such a you know good measures, and you're you know. Getting away with the money of people who are actually working for it, so you also, you always need to see the barrier of how much tax you need to impose to to your people, right? So we we have seen indirect taxes. Now, what about direct taxes, Angela? So for direct taxes, it is、um, in a sense kind of opposite to indirect taxes. So direct taxes. For the taxpayers, they are not able to shift the burden of these tax onto another individual or group. So, what kind of tax are called direct tax, Rodrigo? So, well, we we call them to income tax, to wealth tax, and corporate tax. Yeah, great. These are、um, the tax that a person must pay directly to the entity collecting the tax, and sometimes a progressive tax is adopted. For example, in the case of income tax, tax rates increase as taxable amount increases. Well, in general words, is that the higher your income is,、um, you'll need to pay more tax, which is, in a sense, reasonable and understandable. So, Rodrigo, do you mind expanding a little bit more on progressive versus regressive tax? Yep. So, going about you know talking about regressive tax is the type of tax applied uniformly to the rich as well as the poor people by the government. Therefore, the poor people pay more relative to their income. Then, well, basically, this is a measurement in order. The rich, who are the one who, who are the ones who have more wealth, pay more taxes than the people who have less income. So, for progressive tax, it is that the tax increases as the taxable amount increases, as we've said before.、Um, and as Rodrigo said,、um, regressive tax is a fixed amount tax for everyone, in a more general sense. So, Rodrigo, do you mind talking about、um, property tax? Right. So, property tax tax is kind of a regressive tax that is based on the value of the property. So, it rises、um, 
as the property becomes more expensive and inaccessible to many. Um, an example we have here of property prices in Melbourne and Sydney in Australia. Housing prices rocketed during COVID-19 due to low mortgage rates and long production times. So this raised the concern that the cost of property is too high. The New South Wales, Sydney, Sydney government intended to introduce an annual property tax to replace stamp duty that aims to lower the cost of purchasing properties. Um, it is yet to be implemented, but there are certainly benefits and costs. Yeah, definitely. For property tax, um, there's a lot of controversial statements at the moment, especially because during COVID, the kind of only market that kind of is stable and sometimes even rising would be the property market. Um, because one of the ways to stimulate the economy and to increase output is to have low mortgage rates. While low mortgage rates means it will be easier to borrow money to purchase house. This is both beneficial and has some consequences because for investors that's great. That means they are able to purchase houses with a lower cost. Um, and then stimulate the economy. However, for first home buyers, it's quite difficult for them as housing price is rocketing. So that's one of the, I guess, consequences of tax and mortgage rates, but um, it's just used to show that properties different at different prices, um, the taxable amount is different. So Rodrigo, do you wanna? talk a little bit about tax avoidance versus tax evasion. Right, so I think first of all we need to make a distinction because sometimes tax avoidance also falls into some grey areas of what is called um, illegal. But well, basically tax avoidance is the legal part of how to avoid certain amounts of taxes and tax evasion is completely legal and it well they are legal ways of evading taxes so we have both of them that are completely different right now uh, as we said we, we had to make that distinction because sometimes tax avoidance also falls into some kind of shady areas of, of the legal part so some NGOs refer to to this just as tax abuse because as we said sometimes they are referred as the same however now we'll be treating them as how they are so we'll go with tax evasion because it's the legal side and this is based on underreporting your income or claiming personal expenses as business business expenses where you need to pay less taxes and all of these methods of evading taxes are completely legal. So that's the one you don't want to use, basically. And then we have tax avoidance, right? So in tax avoidance, we have two types of you know, tax avoidance, which we, where we have tax credits and tax deduction. So tax credits are basically given by the government as an incentive to promote certain behaviors. So as well as Angela said, normally when a government um, you know 
uses taxes to control certain aspects of their society. You know, they can tax more um, industries that are using or that are um, highly emitting carbon dioxide. Well, in this case, um, they can also tax. They, well, they can also give tax credits to industries that are more renewable. So also the other industries have this incentive to move towards more renewable energies. So those are the incentives the government gives to you know, these people, these industries. Um, this tax credits have the characteristic that they are non-refundable tax credits and the, there are also refundable tax credits. So what is the difference between them? So non-refundable tax credits, right? Basically, tax credit is an amount, a certain amount of money, right? So non-refundable tax credits are when, for instance, you may win $900 and you have a tax credit of $1,000, then you would not have to pay any taxes if you have a non-refundable tax credit. If you have a refundable one, then if you have $900 and you have a $1,000 tax credit, you would be refunded with $100 as the difference of the tax credit. So those are the differences, basically. And then we have tax deduction, which reduces the amount of money that can be taxed from your income. Um, basically, this means that instead of being a certain amount, it's a percentage. So if you had $1,000 and you have a, I don't know, 20% of tax deduction, then you wouldn't have to pay taxes for $200 of that amount of money. So what do you think about all of this, Angela? Yeah, that's really content heavy um, for me as well. So um, we definitely need to make it clear the difference between tax evasion and tax avoidance there, um, because one's illegal and one's um, legal way. So, um, under tax avoidance, um, Rodrigo, do you want to clarify a bit more between the difference between tax credit and tax deduction? Yep, so the main difference, because both of them are given with um, a certain incentive from the government to promote you know, a certain behavior, um, the main difference is that tax credit is a certain amount of money is a set amount of money that you are given when you have those behaviors that the government want to reward and tax deduction instead of being just a set amount of money is a percentage of your income that's the main main difference yeah that's really clear um i think for me and also for the listeners here so now we've kind of growth gone through most of our content here we will discuss a little bit about our opinions so i might talk a little bit about like tax in general because even though there are controversial statements about whether um, tax are necessary or not um, having an economic background means that um, I, I do think tax is definitely necessary for our society um, because I've, as we said before um, it is quite important to cor correct some market failures which means that in some cases the market is not operating well or um, there's just 
um, goods that are demerit, which means that they have some negative social costs. For example, like um, this is quite a bad example. Like for example, like petrol,、um, you generate like carbon dioxide, which is bad for the environment.、Um, government may choose to tax on that because. Um, if if you don't tax it, there'll be much more usage of petrol, and then、um, a worse overall、um, society. So tax tax is definitely essential.、Um, but for like consumers, we may think that it's not beneficial because it's it's a set of money that we have to pay to the government. However, if we think of, think of it in a different way, we With the infrastructure,、um, environment, and all those factors around the world,、um, it is also a product of our taxes. So, yeah,、um, Rodrigo, do you want to share a little bit about your thoughts? Yep. So I definitely agree with what you've said.、Um, I do think that taxes are important, and the problem, no, like that, you know. Governments normally have of this is that it's difficult to have a set amount of taxes for everyone that is beneficial for the whole and also beneficial for well, not so、um, damaging for the individual. That's I think the the great problem that taxes have that you need to be able to actually set a good amount of taxes. Also. We need to remember that a, you know, a good tax system could attract people from all around the world. So, if you have a good tax, good taxing system, um, actually, by taxing less to people, you could, um, you know, have more revenues in government because of people that are attracted to your country. So, there are a lot of different aspects that. You need to look at when you're establishing this taxing policy. That sometimes it's difficult to、um, put everyone into consideration. That is why sometimes you know taxing is referred as something that is not that beneficial for society. But I do think that a good taxing policy is beneficial for the whole. So, what about that, Angela? Yeah, definitely.、Um, the balance between the right amount of tax is definitely very、um, a very hard task, definitely for many governments around the world,、um, because sometimes if you tax too much, and then there's implications, and then if you tax too little, there's no effect. So it's definitely、um, a key point here. So.、Um, We might, I might elaborate a little more about、um, government revenues or the tax and versus subsidies. So, for government, well, most of their revenue comes from tax, and then because there's also government subsidies to、um, those. For example, of lower income, just have lost their jobs. Government may pay amount of subsidies to help with their living. So for the government, there's also a balance between tax income and then tax revenue and、um, subsidy expenditure. 
So um, there's key t two key terms that I need to define a little bit here, which is budget surplus and budget deficit. Budget surplus is where the tax revenue is greater than the subsidy expenditure. In this case, government debt is quite low. Budget deficit is where the tax is less than expenditure, which means the government has more debt. And that has a, quite a bit of um, ramifications on the society as well. So here is another um, point about tax that not many people know and not many people will think about it when they're considering whether tax is a good thing or not. But today we're not like telling you tax is a good thing or not. It's just that it is definitely a necessary part of our society. So um, yeah, Rodrigo, what do you think? Yep, I totally agree with what you said. Um, there are certain, you know, trying to speak about taxes is a bit difficult um, because there are a lot of things to speak about. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think we we covered everything that's important about this topic. So, I mean, thank you to all the listeners, and for for me, see you next time. Yes, bye everyone, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast.